back bitches it's the boys from illinois the pub time podcast 101 right first time since a hundo 101 correct we need to make of uh make us a whiskey what's that pub time 101 right? we got one fuck, right here fuck uh Cheers. wild turkey 101 the old forester has a 101 one to the slut puppy yes sir uh. oh man so been a couple weeks you had yourself a nice little family, yeah. It wasn't long weekend getaway. I, I actually enjoyed Wisconsin this time. Yeah, it sounded like it. That uh, you get what you pay for. And the older I get, I guess I'm starting to fucking feel that. Sometimes I definitely felt it this time around. So sure, I've yeah, I've gotten to that point where, I mean, I would rather not do something than to, um. I would rather not do something because I'm not not having or not willing to pay for doing it the I won't say the right way, but doing it whatever a, a nicer way than to go do something the cheapest way possible, especially when we're talking about vacations or experiences or whatever because it's just to me that's not that's not vacation, that's not relaxation, you're not enjoying yourself and not that not that as parents we really get to a whole bunch. I mean, your kids are little. I mean, you got the little one, but the other two are pretty well self-sufficient. Yeah, they can the, wipe their own ass. The little one was wedged up my ass, which yeah. I didn't mind. We had, we had a fucking great time. Right. We had a great time. Me and the little one. We, we That's a decent. I mean, it's a good place. I mean, it's still what it is. It still is what it is. It's still, a job, you know. She was my alcohol mule. <laughs> that was hilarious. The first purchase I made there. I walked in, and I don't know. I want to say I walked past because they had like a little convenience store. Yeah, where we checked into the hotel, and I see this bright pink Manny pack hanging on the wall. And I'm like, absolutely. Walk in, pay my twelve bucks. The kids all look at me like, "What the hell is that?" And I'm like, "This is the greatest invention ever for this weekend." Right. Go straight to the room, put my shit in there, loaded three beers in that thing, down to the pool. Let's go. There you go. That's not enough beers, though. I mean, I guess it's I better was, than zero beers. I was steps away from my room, yeah. so once let's Dad got through them. Let's go reload. Yeah. What was your favorite part about uh, about the resort? Um, My favorite part about the resort? I mean, the little one. We had a fucking we had a blast one day, man, the... It's kind of shitty in the morning. Mm-hmm. The sun came out. We were, we were doing this little lazy river thing. 
but they had this part where you could like crawl across and there were like some bears and they had like a little bridge, you know. And she's like, Oh, it's our it's a secret spot, you know. <laughs> and like fuck, we we hopped back on that side and we just her imagination, you know. Sure. I mean, we just had a fucking great yeah. time. That's awesome. Did you do any of the other indoor water parks that's, with the exception of the water dome or just the water dome? We did every one of them. Yeah, nice. The only one we didn't do is that one that's like across the city. Yeah, yeah, I've never been like, there. No. We ain't going over there. No, but the last time I was there, the Wild West one was closed. They were redoing it. Um, yeah, we got her pulling that one. Got, that arcade over there in the Wild West side with the ropes course and shit. That's we got her. Um, so I ran interference on that. I kept <laughs> the little one with me and... One night, the old lady takes the boys, and the little one's wise, but she's starting to be a little bitch. <laughs> so I'm like, I'll keep her here. We'll have a couple beers, watch a movie, and go to bed. So the old lady's like, <clears throat> come on, boys, we're going to fi- go find some toilet paper, you know, just like as an right. excuse, right? So they leave, fuck, they don't come back till like midnight or something. I don't know what they're doing. They're having a blast. So the next morning, the little one wakes up, and she goes, uh, Mom? She sees all the shit scattered around. I mean, there was a fucking lava lamp. There was all sorts of shit <laughs> came from this toilet paper adventure. Right. She goes, Mom, um, is there any way we could go look for toilet paper today? <laughs> I see all the things you guys found. And I was like, because she had asked me when I was sitting on the balcony about going to look for toilet paper. I'm like, it's in the bathroom, babe. You ain't got to look for mm-hmm. it. Well, I never made the connection. That sure. That's what she said last night. And she wakes up, and there's shit all over the room. You know what I mean? Right. Bouncy balls and yeah. shit they won from the arcade. But she was down to go look for toilet paper. Right. Right. Did you guys do the, the little indoor go-kart track? It's tiny, but. um, Not there. We yeah. went and hit a couple of those ones that are like outside out in yeah, town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're a little faster. Sure, yeah. That one inside. I mean, it's whatever for what it is, but yeah, it's pretty small. You're just turning the whole time. Basically. If I'm going to go pay $30 to race some go-karts, let's go right. find some bigger ones. Sure. That's what we did. Yeah. Absolutely. Did you do that fucking, we didn't do it, that goofy, like, take flight thing or whatever that they have? That, they had like, I don't no. know. Yeah. I usually steer clear of those goofy simulator type yeah. things. Yeah. We, we basically just swam there. I said they hit up the arcade, and then any of the other shit we did, we just kind of went into town. Right. Found different, or shit we know we had been to before that we're like, hey, fuck Did you do anything new? Any, any new places you check out? Um, I don't know. No. Memory. I mean, there's like so much shit you can do. Yeah. We went back up. We hit that fucking strip. I, uh. I wanted to do that fucking haunted bar crawl thing again, but no, dice. no takers ever. I just had to take my own. Did you ever get on a jet boat? I'm going to pull at Nig's bar. Yeah. Um, Saturday we were going to, but we didn't. Didn't work out. Yeah. It was kind of a shitty day. Was Our it? getaway day was kind of a shitty day. Yeah, see, man, like, now that place is close enough that, because even though you got to check out of your room, like, if you're entitled to, like, Enjoy the facilities the whole day. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that place is close. I, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not. The, I'm usually like, if we're going home, let's just get up and fucking go. Once I get out of the hotel, yeah, I'm I'd rather get home. Um, but that place is close enough to like, like a couple times, like the last day, it's like, 
we've hung around oh, one or two or something, you know, like swimming or which it just arcades. makes your ride home suck. Right. Everybody's bitchy. Sure. And that's what I was trying to avoid. Right. Again, it is what it is, right? Water parks, arcades, go-karts, right? I mean, but I don't know. It's still pretty decent. It was good this time around. I hope we go. I think I think we might try to go up like late September, early October. Our kids, we figured it out. Two days. Yeah. Two days. On the third day, they're all only kids. You know what I mean? They all feel like they're the sole child in the family. At some point in time, you got to kill one. Just so the other ones know you mean business. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, I mean, where'd you eat? You ate the, you got, you got, you went to the moose jaw, right? Once and pizza's not so great this time around. And I don't know. I just, when, whenever me and the old lady get pizza, she gets the same shit every time. I'm down to try something else. So I think it was just sour grapes a little bit. The pizza wasn't bad. Gotcha. It is what it is. Sure. The rest, so, the rest of the food was titties. That's good. So, like, we talked about this kind of maybe a half-assed decent segue into five for five. We talked about uh, maybe doing restaurant. We've done, like, restaurants, fast food restaurants. But we talked about doing, like, our favorite, um, like, out-of-town restaurants, right? So, like, restaurants that you've gone to on vacation or on some trip out of town, whatever, like. So, like, obviously, like, things that are, like... Do they just not have to be in the town you live in? No, let's see. That's too easy. So, no, I mean, I think, like, places that you have gone... Outside of here. And stayed overnight, far enough away that you've stayed overnight there. Okay. I'm ready um, to go. Or whatever. So... I'm um, number five. Do you, do you hold a question for you? Do, oh, yeah. Are we doing like just straight restaurants? Or are we going to do like a combination of like Don't. bar bar slash restaurants? Motherfucker, if you can order food there, it's it's a restaurante. I, if they serve alcohol, they do at Buffalo Wild Wings. What oh, you I know. Buffalo Wild Wings. No, that's I get that. But I mean, like, you may have like a place on your list that's maybe more considered a bar. Or my, my too, a place that's more considered a bar. They're all open. There's. Okay. They're all open. So this could be based off the food, the atmosphere. Correct. Everything. Right? Any specific factor. Correct. Okay. I'll let you go first. Let's. Uh, number five, I'm taking Otis Tailgaters. Ooh, God, dude, I wouldn't even think about that. That's a good one. The Swarm a Sports Bar. The delicious, uh, it's a pub burger is what I would call it. That's what I've always seen it called anywhere else. Fried egg, grilled onions, make love to you. So That's do you think that, because uh, like I love that. Yeah, we love that place, right? We go up there for Iowa wrestling match or whatever. Always hit it. I've fucked and with that Buckeye burger too, and I think you have. The maybe. peanut butter one? No. It's fucking good. So... I wonder if like the locals like it, if it's as popular now. Motherfucker's always pretty busy. It is, but I'm saying like you know how it is. Like maybe like in their it's eyes, just Yahoo. It's just average. It might. You know be. what I mean? Because I mean, there's nothing like uniquely special about it. It's your typical sports bar with typical sports bar food. That's a little jazzed up, like you said. You, know, they've got unique burgers and stuff. But it is. Isn't it just something about a restaurant being somewhere like where you can't go I've, I've whenever ate, you want to that makes it. I've ate a lot of bar food. Okay, at a lot of different bars. I've never had a bad experience there. No, no, I haven't. I haven't either. Like bad. You get something sometimes where it's like, well, the fries are dog shit, or the Philly cheese, or sure. you know, you try to you're like give me the ribeye steak sandwich. Well, at the bar, it's not going to be that good. Right. I promise you. Well, and you're you're a tough fucking critic, dude. Right. Like uh, when it comes to food, especially. So there, I've never. 
We've been there fucking probably 10 times. Real close, I yeah. bet. Yeah, maybe so. I love it. It's good. No, that's a, that's a, a good one. That's never a good had one. a bad one. Um, so number five, I'm going to take, uh, I'm going to take Hattie B's. Hattie B's Hot Chicken. Um, I've only had it one time when we went to Nashville a couple years ago. I thought the chicken was great. And I'm not like crazy about fried chicken, but uh, it was really good. Um, the spice was awesome. They have different levels of spice or no spice. And what what really set it apart for me, though, was the sides. The sides were slamming, dude. Like collard greens. greens. Oh, yeah. Uh, pimento mac and cheese, like different. I mean, it, the the sides were awesome, and it's basically a fast food place, and they serve beer there too. So, which is a plus. Um, is a soul food joint? No, I mean I don't know. It's a. Well, it's, I mean, greens are pretty specific. It's a southern, southern right, hot but. chicken fast food chain, basically. But there's not a ton of them. Like mm-hmm. there's a there's like three in Nashville. There's one in Birmingham. We tried to stop on our way down the Gulf Shores. Um, at one of them, like on the south edge of Nashville, thinking it wouldn't be as busy, Busier like four o'clock, lying out the door around the corner, like yeah. fuck this. I mean, if it was just we didn't have the kids, I would have waited for sure. But I ain't. It was like along a fairly busy road too. And I'm yeah, like, I ain't fucking doing with this. this. We did that shit one time for a Whataburger, and I was like, we ain't fucking doing this <laughs> in Alabama. Right. I'm like, Never again. So no, I'm gonna take Hattie B's. Um. My five, I'm a huge, or my four, huge pizza connoisseur. I love pizza. I could eat pizza every day, breakfast, lunch, dinner. Um, and I'm taking Lou Malinati's okay. in Naperville. I love it. I don't think I've ever had Lou Malinati's. You need to. And when you go, I did what I do a lot of times at a new restaurant. I tell the waitress, don't tell me. If you, if whatever you bring to this table, you guarantee my ass will be back tomorrow. That's what I want. Don't tell me what it is. And she brought me the Lou special. And I would have never ordered it. But since then, it is my favorite type of pizza. So and what is it? Marguerite. Okay. Fresh basil, sun-dried tomatoes, and olive oil. Best motherfucking full-size pizza I've ever had in my life was at Lou Malinati's. That one good. time I went. Right. It was, it was just cooked perfectly. The crust, everything was so fucking good. That's awesome. So I love pizza, dude. Like I could eat like so like my wife, she could eat soup of any kind, like any day. Like she could eat soup every day. Right. Um I don't disagree. I not. could eat not. pizza every day. Absolutely. Breakfast I love pizza. pizza. She's not crazy about pizza. That's ridiculous. I could eat it's so weird. Like I could eat pizza all the time. I love it. I'm having pizza tonight. Because you can have pizza and it's as you you know, you're talking about. I mean unique pizza not all just like soup like not all soups are created equal or the same not all pizza and you get thin crust thick crust like the chicago style stuff no, deep dish there's i mean there's, i draw a line i draw a fucking line we don't do dessert pizzas i need the sauce dessert and pizza cheese. the dessert pizza they cheese. have at pizza ranch is decent i'll fuck with that stuff. that's what i'm saying that but that's decent. like cobbler that's not i mean right i put ice cream on top of that motherfucker right. so so are you talking about like um you know oh. what I'm saying? Cats be trying to make like cheesecake and calling it pizza. That but if, fucking pizza. no, but if you've seen the, uh, what do they call it, man? Like, if you know, the people have it sometimes. If you go like a 
family function or cookout and it's like find better the, family the, yes. it's almost like a cream cheese frosting with like fruit on top yeah yeah that's what or I'm whatever saying. It's, it's cheesecake thing it's weird uh, so all right where are we at number four I'm gonna take another Nashville place um 417 Union that's the address too of the place that's what it's called it's this little like American themed uh diner we had breakfast there one day and it was awesome. Like, I go to Nashville again. And I'm there overnight. And I'm eating breakfast there. Had prime rib hash with a delicious Bloody Mary. It was a prime, yeah, it was prime rib hash, which is basically a skillet, is what it amounted to. But prime rib, dude, it was fucking so good. So fucking good. And like the best way to start off a day of heavy drinking. <laughs> like, right. uh, it was fantastic. And we ate breakfast at a different place the next morning. Not, not, I mean, it was the, like my wife and her friend liked it, but like I, I would have went back to that place in a heartbeat, man. It was delicious. I, uh, my three, I say this all the time. My three should be higher. You don't know about <laughs> it, but I just want to get it out there. Uh, the Ruby Slipper in the French Quarter. Okay. I had the best breakfast. I can fucking recite this thing back to you. Okay. It was Eggs Benedict with like, I'm sure they would call it like a Nashville hot chicken strip on there with the poached egg, the hollandaise sauce. It was fucking cooked amazing. It was, we walked by it one day, leaving that little Irish bar that I thought was like mine. I right. like stayed in that motherfucker. It had my name on it. Right. So. And I'm like, damn, look at that line. Cat's just standing in the middle of the road waiting to get in this place. So one morning... We're talking about, like, where to go to breakfast, whatever. I'm like, we need to go hit up that slipper joint. I mean, cats were fucking waiting an hour yesterday while I was sitting at the bar to get in that place. Right. got to be something. And we get in there, man, and it's the same, just southern-style breakfast and lunch, and motherfucker was amazing. It's the best, and it's the very back of the French Quarter, so. Nice. Yeah, I mean, if you see a, a line like that for a place, it's usually more often than not. Pretty goddamn good. Titties, yeah, that's going to be. Let's see. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go to Gulf Shores. It's a place called Steamers. Little small. It might be called like Steamers, Oyster Shack, whatever. But like one of the, my least favorite things. Um, whenever we've gone somewhere on the coast, when we want to try to eat seafood, is these places. And there's there's other good things about these places, but like Lulu's. Or Margaritaville, those types of places, they just they just it's all fried, right? If you go to those places, just fried shrimp, fried fish, fried whatever. I don't see what and, you're. But I'm like, it's bitching about. I'm I'm not looking for that, I guess. Um, so this place, like everything's steamed or grilled, like no fried, like zero fried right food. It's called steamers. Um, it's, yeah, that. first place I ever had, like grilled oysters at, so good. Um, had the tuna steak I told you about. I got it again when we went a couple of years later. Delicious. Uh, it's, so you just find a motherfucking place, and you're going back every time. Yeah. If I like it, yeah. Fuck yeah, I'm going back to you. What happens if in between there you have a shitty experience? Do you stop? Are you no longer a patron? Mm, uh, I, I, the ones we've gone to. Do you give them a rubber match? Like you get to come back and try I would more say again? you could do that. Like we went to the place this last time that was a new place. That I don't think I would return to. It was it was okay, 
But compared to like the alternative options, like it was subpar. But that's the place I tried the raw oysters at, which were flavorless. I just like a with booger. slimy boogers. Yeah, it didn't bother me. The I mean, lime and hot sauce down the hatch. Yeah, um, I, that's the only way I'll eat them. Dude, I don't grill, like them dude oh, no. dude, no. Grilled on the half shell with the parmesan and butter and stuff, dude. It's so good. I still ain't chewing the motherfucker. I'm just gonna oh, slide dude, down my it's throat. So good. So. It's so good. No, no, no. All right. Um, so, yeah. So I'm gonna rubber say match? steamers. Give me the rubber uh, match or what? The other place I've only been to once, so no rubber match. Um, I don't know if I'd return. It was it was the cheapest place that we ate at of all the places, and it wasn't bad. And you got a lot of food. It was just it was a little. It didn't have the vibe of the other places. It was yeah. just like like tables, fluorescent lights. Like it was just mm-hmm. you know it, there wasn't any, there were no frills at all. Um, it was um, straightforward. I'm also heading south, way south, to the Florabama Grill. Okay, right on the Florida Alabama border. The not the sit down restaurant. I want the bar. Okay. okay. I took my wife there for her birthday maybe three years ago. Ten minutes in, huge pair of purchased fake titties. I mean, basically just like walking in the door, okay? She's grumpy. She's grumpy about that because I was watching (laughs) while we were ordering our food. I mean, I'm trying to multitask, and I'm like, listen, you've been fucking around with me long enough. You know if there's titties anywhere in the vicinity, I've seen them before you've seen them. We end up getting our food. The food was really good for being a shitty sit-down kind of bar. And if you've ever been to that place, it's like kind of patchwork together. It looks like I've a hurricane comes in all the time and wipes it. it down. So they just build onto it. But it's quirky the way it's built. Right. But we were able to take our food, walk down on the beach, drink our beer, and I smashed like a shrimp po' boy or something. She had a fish sandwich or whatever it is. We got to watch the fucking, the Emerald Coast. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It was a good deal. Loved it. It was, it's more of a setting than the food, I would say, that right. place. Yeah, so mine aren't, guys, I'm going to like fucking two Nashville places and three places on the Gulf Coast. But you got to pick one somewhere else, buddy. But in my adult life, when like I would maybe notice the quality of a place... I don't know that I've been. I any feel that like make you, the list. your vacations need to get a little different. You a little need more, to need to diversify roll it a, little a little bit. bit. Fuck. Yeah. Have you ever been west? Do you go Co- west? Colorado. Not yeah. one thing out there you ate was even not, worth talking not about. Like top five worthy. No, I mean the, the bar in that hotel we stayed at had really good prime rib. I mean, not nothing to like get too excited about. I think we legit roast beef. You went all the way to Colorado for roast, roast beef. beef. I don't know. I'm trying to think if we like went out and sat down and ate a dinner anywhere while we were there, dude. I think we might have legit like ate Stay at that down. fucking hotel restaurant every time just because it was decent. Why? There's like a bar that what served food. I don't know. I'm trying to. I'm trying to. You're fucking right on remember. Academy. There's a thousand. Oh options. yeah, well, there's a bunch of shit there. I'm just trying to think if we. It's crazy because we love. You stayed going in the springs. Eat. Yeah, there was plenty. That's what I'm saying. You you had it by the teat. Right. We stay in, like, Peoria West when we go right. to Colorado. You only got a handful of options. <laughs> right. Most of them are Popeye's and McDonald's. Um, so, but I'm going to say, I'm going to take uh, number two. I'm going to take McGuire's and Destin. 
yeah. Florida. Um, it's like an Irish, it's an Irish bar restaurant. Um, Is this where you get your known sword for? Fish? No, this Doesn't sound like fucking this. Uh, I had my buddy had, had been there. He told me that it was the best meal he's ever had in his life. He got the ribeye. And I got the ribeye. It was really good. I don't. It wasn't the best meal I've ever had in my life, uh, but it was really good. It was really expensive. Uh, if you go out, somewhere, I didn't like. We went there like for lunch at lunchtime because I didn't want to go at dinner time and wait two fucking hours. Right. And like they get there's dollar bills like hanging all over the place. Like every surface you could fucking staple a dollar bill to. There's a dollar bill. Sure. Um, but it's kind of dark. Like really, like only oh, like darker than like a normal restaurant or bar would be. Like which is weird. And um. But like a lot of Irish places, a lot of Irish places, like the lighting. Okay, a lot of Irish places though are kind of dark. Don't mm-hmm. you think? Yeah, uh, by nature. But anyways, I, I think it's because of their skin, the complexion. <laughs> you think so? Absolutely. Um, Those redheads. But and they had some good like house Irish red beer and stuff like that, which is decent. Sure, it wasn't Killians. Uh, no, it wasn't Killians. No, it was their own. I thought stuff. it was some Killians. I but Killians. Uh, no, it was good, man. The, I enjoyed it a lot. And they have, like, one of the things they have on their menu. It's kind of a gimmicky thing, but I tried it. It's called, uh, I think it's Senate Soup. It's, like, the same soup they've served in the Senate cafeteria for however long. Sure. It's, like, 10 cents. It's still uh-huh. 10 cents. And it's, like, it's basically just, like, beans and whatever. Yeah. It's not the, but I got me some Senate Soup. Just you can get that whatever. at the Mexican restaurant, too. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, but, no, it was it was really good, and the beer was good. And it was a really cool atmosphere. Probably would have been a little bit more lively and enjoyable or at like at like dinner time, but we went there at that time on purpose just to avoid the crowd. My one down south, not some the food the food was amazing, but it was the fucking the hospitality that I got at this place. It was called Opa's or something like that in Marksville, Louisiana. All right. We walk in, we'd Stopped there to see some family on our way to Florida. We came in probably 25 deep. I mean, we filled this motherfucking restaurant up. And as soon as we came in, the owner, I mean, he fucking treated you like family. You know what I mean? Thick Cajun accent. Awesome dude. My cousin's husband, he's like, this Yankee ain't ever had no crawfish from Louisiana. And as soon as that guy says that, he fucking, he like goes and grabs me a beer. And he's like, come on. We fucking, we go outside. They've got a boiler that fucking stale cracker would just have a fucking <laughs> massive boner for, right? I mean, huge stainless steel setup. This other holding tank over here, they're like purging crawfish. Some good old boy pulls up in his pickup truck with probably 50 pound bags full of crawfish. You know, they're fucking, like, running me through the thing. He's like, grab that sack, boy. We're going to throw it in here. This one, they've already been purged. Get them up. Let's get right. them in the water. Season them. I'm sitting there drinking beers with Did these you hit guys. them with some two-step? Soon as, they, <laughs> as soon as they finish, bam, one right out of the pot. Like, here you go, boy. He's like, this is the best way to have it. And we sat there. We had a couple, finished our beers, went right back down. That's fucking Sat cool, inside. Man. They brought me five more pounds of it. Yeah. You know, I was just like, that was the coolest experience I think I've ever had. Yeah, because they, didn't, I've ever they didn't just want you to eat the crawfish, man. They wanted you to see like, be the a process, part of, be a part of yeah. it, man. See what it's about. 
and throwing some beers to me, I didn't pay right. for them. Like, fuck, I'll come back next week. Right. It's worth it. That's awesome, dude. That's a really good story. My number one, not as cool as your number one, but this is my swordfish place, Destin, Florida, Bo Champs. It's where I had my first and only pour to this time of Blanton's, yeah. uh, which was really good. And uh, for 20 bucks, I might have just convinced myself it was really good, but it was delicious. It was worth every dollar. And uh, the the food, dude, was great. Um, the swordfish was incredible. Just everything was so good. It took a while. It was, you know, took a while to get a table. The service was, wasn't was super. I mean, they kept my, kept, me, kept my beer full, all that stuff. Just the, the food took a bit. I would never go there with kids just because it is a it's a longer process and it's just you know, I don't know. Not with young kids anyways. If the food's fucking fresh, I don't care. Oh dude. I, I don't delicious. understand people that show and my up. My wife got grouper and it was delicious. I mean You it was show up so to good. a fucking place like that and you're starving. That's your own motherfucking sure. fault. You know what I mean? You need to plan better. Yeah. It was really good, man. Um I can't wait to go back. We were gonna go the last time we were down there, but Again, with the kids, and we just ate at some fucking taco joint instead. Because if I if I go out to eat somewhere, as long as they have drinks, I'll wait a motherfucking hour. Right. I, I really, I don't care. My yeah. shit better be hot. It better taste good. If it both we check both those boxes, I don't give right. a fuck. Yeah. Because you're losing money by me sitting here for an hour. Right. You know, I'm not going to drink enough in that hour to pay off what someone's tab would be for dinner. So mm-hmm. as long as you're okay with it, I'm good with it. Right. Just make sure my shit's on point when it comes to the table. Oh, and it was. It was it was so good for sure. And you get down that way again, you need you guys need to go there. You'll like it. I think we're heading to Savannah, Georgia. Are you? Next. Yeah. Probably good food down that way. Oh, I can I'm only sure. imagine. No, man, that's a good list. A lot of uh I don't know. You you probably had more like I was just say mom and pop type places. Because I think Beauchamp's, I think there's a couple different ones down there on the Gulf Coast. Outside like of like Panama Blues, City. And, yeah, I think the rest uh, of mine are pretty you know, fucking Like Union, or 417 Union's a one-off. The breakfast joint in Nashville. But the rest, well, as long as no steamers, there's ones in, one in Orange Beach, one in Gulf Shores. There's more than one of those. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, the others, I guess, are they're small chains, but they more than one restaurant exists. If... If given the opportunity, I much rather, I much rather hook up the mom and pops. Oh, I mean, yeah, that's where it all started. Yeah, and you know what? I fucking it kills me because I just thought about this while we were talking about it. The first time we went to Wisconsin Dells, we were there. I told you we were there for like a week or whatever. So we ate a lot of different places, and we ate breakfast at this joint, like on the other side of that lake somewhere. I mean, this little like shack, dude. Like, sure, um, definitely. I mean, mom and pop. And it was really good. And I wish I could have thought of, remembered it to think of the name of it to share with you. So you guys could have checked it out if you wanted to. But, um, and even the last time we went, we didn't, we didn't go there, but man, it was, uh, it was good stuff. And it was, it was like a little log cabin thing, like sitting right on the lake on the other side. Like mm. uh, it was almost opposite of where that Tommy Bartlett yeah, yeah. water show is. Mm-hmm. Um, had like a fish tank built into the wall inside that had like bass and bluegill and shit in it. Stuff. I mean, Were they on the menu? It was breakfast, so I don't know. I, I got like a skill. I'm a sucker for a skillet at breakfast. I'm not so. my fucking bass out for breakfast. <laughs> <Right>. Or a bluegill. <laughs> shit. Whatever. Give me some toast and eggs. Yeah. Shit. Uh, but no, it was uh, that place was good from what I can recall. I miss it, man. My my dad, he was a bluegill catching and cooking motherfucker, man. Yeah. I a lot of times I shy away because I'm like, 
you know, they're so small, whatever. He didn't give a fuck, man. He, he cooked that bitch whole, you know, guts out. Right. Fry that tail up, you know. I need to, uh, I need to probably find a little bit of that in me because I love bluegill. Like, as a as a fish, it might be one of my favorites. Yeah. They, uh, now, granted, it's not what you're probably what you're looking for, obviously, <clears throat> but they serve it at the Duck Inn. They serve bluegill mm-hmm. there. No, fuck. I don't care who caught it, man. <laughs> I'll eat it. Sure. To be honest, that's less for me to do. Um, yeah, I've had it before. It's good. Nothing like, wasn't like mind blowing, but it was for what it is. It was good. Oh, I don't know. It's. I mean, there's only so. I'm saying it's good, but there's only so much you can do to. Right. It's it's all on how you prepare. Sure. Fish. I mean. No, I agree. catfish. Not crazy. I had a I had a really good catfish. Uh, sandwich in Nashville at some place called the Swinging Door Saloon. It's you're so, you're so a sucker. Hairless. You're a sucker for a place with saloon in the name. Oh fuck! You kidding me? <laughs> you had me. Oh, and you have food. Fuck it, let's do it. Yeah, man. Nashville. Most of those places, to be honest, I ain't even sure the food's that great. It's definitely the atmosphere. Oh, for sure. You got drinks. You got live music every fucking where you go. Yeah. You got. Um, so many farmers' daughters. You got so many things. <laughs> yeah, that's a wonderful place. The history, the yeah, and it's. I, I'm assuming that people that have lived there for a long time, it's really blown up in the last five, five to ten years. I mean, really gotten commercialized and where you know, brought. You know, I think ten years ago, Broadway and Nashville was not like a destination for people, you know what I mean? Like, it was a cool place. It was unique. Truthfully, it I, was, I love Tennessee, the state of Tennessee. That's, yeah, yeah. I'm not sure Nashville's on my list. I'm yeah, not sure I I'll mean, go back. I, I would go back to Nashville, for sure. If I were to ever, like, live in Tennessee, I don't know. I think I'd want to live within, like, driving distance of Nashville. I mean, unless you live far east, far west, you, you're going to be. But, yeah, I definitely don't think I'd want to live, like, in Nashville by any means. You just got to give me about them Smokies. Huge fan. Yeah. See, that's one place I've never... I've been through the Smoky Mountains. Like, we took uh, my stepbrother Jonathan back home. God, it was probably 10 years ago now, or longer, and uh, drove down through Kentucky, eastern Tennessee, the little little sliver of Virginia and the South Carolina, a um, little sliver of North Carolina, I think. Maybe not Virginia, but anyways. Uh, got into east Tennessee a little bit, Knoxville over that way, but... That's one place we've talked about. The wife would really like to go is do a little trip down to like Pigeon Forge, Gatlinburg, get a yeah. cabin or something. You should. I, yeah. I, to be honest, I don't know why you've been back to Alabama twice. You, it's the beach, dude. I like the beach. Kids like it. Tennessee it. titties. But move there tomorrow. Yeah, they make them fucking cabins so big anymore, man. Maybe we, maybe we just go get a giant one. We all fucking go arcade and the fuck shack in the back. You got to imagine. I know what's happening in them cabins. I ain't fucking lying to me. Right. I've seen some of them layouts. Right. This ain't no family adventure. Right. Somebody got tied up in that fucking bedroom. I've seen them. No, absolutely. Uh, I have no doubt that that's what's going on. They all have hot tubs. and Yes, they're charging content creator pay for some of them places, too, because it's like, fuck, oh, that'd be a nice little getaway. But it's like, listen. If we're spending four hundred dollars a night sleeping this fucking cabin, we're that's all we're doing. Right. We ain't leaving. This I don't think they cabin. even. I think they're. I feel like they're priced decent. Like ones I've seen, anyways. I feel like they're priced decently too. Especially like I said, the ones that are the bigger ones. If you get like, if if you were to get a a, a small group of people, like they're really not too bad. 
They're, uh, they're not as great as you think. Right. I'm telling you. Well, probably. Now, maybe a year in advance, eight months in advance, maybe. Yeah, I mean, I, w- I would say, yeah, you get two to three hundred bucks a night, probably. Yeah. Which is fine. You pay for a big ass hotel, you get yeah. You get a suite in a hotel, that's two hundred bucks. Oh, easy, yeah. Yeah, no doubt. Fuck, I mean, yeah, just your average run of the mill hotel. Yeah, a couple hundred bucks easy anymore. Unless, you know, it's a total shithole. Depending on where it's at. Right. Right. So there's something I, I, do you have anything else that's remotely positive to talk about? Because there's something that's been in our local news in the last twenty four to forty eight hours that's kind of stuck in my craw a little bit. No, fuck yeah, let's talk about shooting them up. So Peoria is on fire right now. There have been like in the last I think just honestly in the last twenty four hours, like crazy shootings. And I was listening a little bit to the, the police chief talking about how it's not even they're saying it's not gang related, but it is groups of people Shooting against another at, group of people. Yeah. Uh but they said they're not affiliated with like any gangs or any organizations. It's just this group's got a problem with that group and whatever. They're so affiliated with each other, right. which fucking sounds like a gang. <laughs> right. Um, I just think they, not in the traditional sense, they're not affiliated with... They're not the grips, yeah, they're right. not the bloods, they're not... So, yet. yeah, the South Side of Peoria is a, a rough place and uh, a lot of violence. And sounds like been, we made Good Morning America. Probably, dude. There were, there were literally like 75 shots fired before 11 a.m. today. Between like nine and eleven a.m., yeah, like like the, the they're responding to a shooting on one street with a guy dead in the road and literally getting the call for one a few blocks away, like and like it sounds like it's mostly like teenagers and then maybe like young adults. Yeah, well, I'll say this much: one thing I appreciated. So I mean, and okay, I, I think that you know, obviously, I mean, by me telling you that South Side of Peoria is a rough area, I think you could assume the type of place and. I feel like it's worth mentioning to remove any th- accusations of racism from the equation that the Peoria chief of police is a black man. And he was they did a press conference, and this is what I like about it. Is he was on there, and he's going Come on straight about... Straight for the parents. Straight for the parents. Yeah. Which he's like, we have... He's like, this city is resource rich. He's like, we got all the resources we could imagine. He's like, but he's like... The problem is, is like all of the adults, they know exactly what's going on. They all know exactly what's going on. He's like, but nobody will talk about anything. You know what I mean? He's like, we have to do something to alleviate this, uh, this no snitch culture, which I get. It's like, and I can get that, right? I get behind whatever, like you don't want, but I think to some degree, people don't fucking open their mouths because they don't want to be the next one. They don't, yeah. They don't want to be retaliated against. But that's one thing I like is that they're going straight for the fucking parents. And it's like, and even the mayor, who, again, I feel like you say, black woman who's actually from this, was raised in this part of town, was talking about that. And said that, you know, they've talked amongst the city council numerous times. Like, what can they do? Did to- you did you get the feeling that the police chief and the mayor don't like each other? They're not on the same page. Well, I think the mayor, I, which I wasn't surprised by. I, I went into listening to the mayor expecting there to, her to handle it and approach it with more delicacy than the chief of police because the chief of police ever since he's been in place i mean he's kind of like he's been very fucking open about like we're gonna fucking get after this shit you know i think you know she was very like this doesn't paint the picture of all the residents of this part of town you know they don't like they don't like this either blah 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 which is i'm sure there's there's truth i feel bad 
I feel bad. Oh, because you know, there's there's probably ninety year old people that live there that have lived there their entire lives. My, and my grandfather grew up on Griswold Street. Yeah, like he went to Manual High School. Yeah, forty years ago, it it was probably let's say this. I bet okay, fifty years ago, it was probably at least fifty fifty white and black. Let's uh, you know, like I mean, I'm just saying right. legitimately, it, it, it white was black not, doesn't matter. No, it doesn't. What but, changed was the household. Right? Sure. But single parent. Well, that's household. changed across the country. But right. you got to say though, like, and I'm again, and I don't understand why it's not racist to just use statistics, right, and say that like overwhelming majority of gun violence Happens is happening amongst like Peoria. black communities, yeah. right? Black community versus black community. Right. They're the only ones that can really stop it. You know what I'm saying? Like they they have to make the decision that they don't want this to happen anymore. And I don't know. I, I I don't know what I would do if I were. I don't know how they would do that. I'll say that much. If I were in their shoes, I don't know what I would do to stop it at this point. Because right. you, you can't just like snap your fingers and boom, put two. And let's be honest, parents it's a, not a no gun thing. That's not the so. Solution. That's so. The, hold on. So that's my other thing I want to mention. So there were close to a hundred rounds fired in a matter of hours. Mm-hmm. Okay, there were. Close to ten actual injuries, at least one death, if not more than one death. Two, two Last deaths. Time I knew. What I don't understand is if, like, not one time in any of the coverage that I heard in the press conference, nothing. I didn't hear a single thing about. I didn't hear a single person point the finger at the guns and talk about gun control or anything. Not once. And. Again, I'm not a person. I'm I'm not a guns are the problem person. So like, but I'm just I'm trying to point out the the double standard that seems to exist because you have something like this happen. They're pointing the finger at the right place. The household, the parents, right. um, the people who the committed the, the crime. Yeah, but if this were to happen in almost like any any sort of what we call mass shootings, which I don't know what you'd have to, but like the person that the trans person or whatever that went in and shot up. At school, the school yeah. or whatever it was, yeah. There's there's numerous shootings that happen that seem to be perpetrated by a different type of person, on Unv- like just and unsuspecting people that don't. That, and it's always gun control. It's because it's the guns that are the issue. That's the narrative, right? And I don't understand why when we have these types of incidents, whether they're in Chicago or Peoria, Illinois, or wherever, right. that it's no longer Any the guns, <laughs> like. Right. Um, no, which no. What was said today is the absolute truth. Yeah, a hundred percent. And that and follows don't, every one of these shootings. And that's what I that's what I don't understand is like why is like what what change what's different about the circumstances that in one incident it's the guns and in the other incident it's the people or the environment or whatever the community right. will say that. Yeah, what changes it from one day to the next? And I don't like. Like I said, I'm not a guns are the problem person, but it's just weird that it's chosen as a it, it's a popular narrative when things like this happen. But you never hear it. You never hear that mentioned when it's a gang related offense or like these incidents that are black on black in right. whatever communities, you know. And the other part too is like uh, this. So a woman that actually is working with us, she. She lost her son to gun violence, and so she's involved with some sort of community organization that helps support 
like parents, families that are involved in this stuff. And she came in this morning. She had a story to tell because, you know, like you always, you heard your wife talking about it and bringing any stuff from the damage, whatever. So like there were some notebooks, and she said one day she like a couple weeks ago, she grabbed these notebooks that we had, and they, she just tossed them in the back of her uh, SUV, and had totally forgot they were there. Well, she was down last night or even earlier this morning, whatever. With you know, she's she came Some in. She was families. talking about you know yeah. these kids. They're angry. They're confused. They know Fuck they, yeah, they saw what happened. They know what's going on, but they they're not saying anything. And she's like, I went to get some waters out of the back of my SUV, and I saw those notebooks. And she's like, so I grabbed them and I gave them to him. I said, you don't have to write your name down or nothing. Just write down whatever, whatever's on your mind, whatever you saw, whatever you're feeling, whatever. And like. And she's like, of course, there were derogatory things like, you know, fuck the police and whatever else, right. which I'll get that get to that in a minute. But the positive part of the story is she said that they got more information from the stuff that those kids wrote in those notebooks, like partial license plate numbers, like people involved, whatever, than anybody would say out loud to anybody. Right. And, um, you know, and it was just like, and her point was, you know, she was grateful that, she, you know, just sort of how the dots connected that she happened to have those notebooks. and People... People were, want, like, you have the want inside of you to do the right thing. Yeah, I think you so. You should too. have. And if you don't, you're a broken individual. Yeah. Not to rain on what is a positive piece of the story, but the, the whole, like, the anti-police narrative. We're all human beings. I'm not going to completely side with Hold you. Hold on a minute, though. One, no, 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 just, just so a minute. No, know. this is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. We're all human beings, right? Yeah. Every single one of us. Absolutely. All right? Every policeman, fireman priest, teacher, doctor, all human beings. Right. There are some Shitty really ones. piece of shit human beings. Absolutely. Okay. So statistically speaking, there are going to be piece of shit policemen, firemen, priests, huh. doctors, teachers, whatever. Okay. Because they're all human just like the rest of us. And humans are capable of doing good and humans are capable of doing evil and being terrible people all the same. So I I'm not saying I'm condoning that behavior. I'm just saying that it's it just exists, right? It exists right. amongst humans. We are imperfect species, and police police men and women what they need to do. This isn't just people in general, okay? The good, the decent people in this world. We need to speak louder than the shitty ones. You know what I mean? But most we need to have more of an impact. Most of than us the shitty ones. Most of us, and I'll include myself in this. Most Start of us them are out. are just content. Like, hey, like it's not affecting me. I'm just Absolutely. gonna keep my nose out of this Absolutely. and mind my own fucking business. You know what I mean? Like, because that's the path of least resistance. <laughs> um, for one, but you know, I'm not saying. And we, me and my wife, were talking about this earlier. The shooting part of it. These are kids being shot. Okay. By other kids. Sure. I mean, Doesn't irrelevant, matter. I guess. Irrelevant. If someone were to come through and shoot one of my kids, I would probably go through and wipe out your family. Which is what they're doing. I mean, they're I attempting even, to do. I wouldn't think twice about right. it. Right. So I get where they're coming from. Sure. I get the... And senseless, for no reason. And my actions would be the same. Yeah. So and I can I can definitely see but it's where, like, where it starts. Where does it stop? If, you, you don't know. know. Where's like where's it end? And that's and that the chief of police said he goes, The problem is that these young people do not know how to resolve conflict without firing a gun at somebody. 
you got a problem with somebody, whatever, they shoot them. <laughs> like, and I and I, I don't know why that. I don't understand. And it's it's on us as a society. It's on parents. It's on the school system. I mean, we can point the finger a lot of different directions, but the, it's true. Like, there are a lot of young people. There's a lot of adults now. Uh, whatever people do, we see it right now. We see it in the fucking media when it comes to the political divide in the country. Like, people don't know how to handle conflict of any kind. Zero. It's like if you disagree with me, then you're wrong. Period. Like, if if you have a different view than I do. You're wrong, and your view shouldn't exist, and you shouldn't be allowed to talk about it. We, like, we've there's discussed, no, yeah, I know, we've but I'm saying, this sure, to the, but I'm saying that, like, there's, I don't know what where we're failing. It, I mean, it starts at home, but I think you can also put some blame on the school system that, like, we are not teaching kids how to resolve conflict properly. Yet, no, you can't put it on the school. This is definitely a home thing. Well, you, I'll you say this: to, you have to have some quality of life. You have to value life. How you do you to, fix? You have to value your own life. How do you fix that? You need parents who feel the same way. But how like how do you like cultivate that? God damn it, man. I You know what I mean? I don't know. I don't know how you fix it. It's like you it's gone so you far don't down. You don't want to hear my fucking answer. I know. It's like it's gone so far down the road. I don't know how you how you start to change it cuz you have to have people that care enough to want to change it. Right. And not people like you and me, but people like in that community. And there's those, those people do exist. There are those people. There's just not enough of them. Right, and they don't have a fucking and, chance. And like you could say, okay, well, if there are piece of shit parents, and let's you know whatever, we're gonna take away their right to be a parent. But then what's that mean? It means you're taking that kid and you're putting them in some sort of foster foster home in the foster care system, in which the state again of is well any state, man. It's uh, an underfunded, underserved organization. It's a shame that it has to exist, but it, it doesn't exist in a productive way at all. You know what I mean? Like that's not an improvement. No, it's 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 hard when it comes to kids cuz for me with the parents it's pretty cut and dry. If if that child alone isn't enough for you to pull your fucking head out of your ass, I don't but know. But I said how do you I, I don't you, have words for that's you. What I'm saying. How know. do you how do you change that mentality? <sighs> I don't know. I you can't I, you can't there's humans are very We can't control free will, right? I mean right. No, and I wouldn't want to. Um, it's it's unfortunate. It's it's a situation that's been created over years and years and years. Now, I I've said this before. I think, and maybe not on the podcast, but uh, I think that one mistake that the school system made, basically eliminating fighting, and I'm not saying it, it should be like the Wild West in schools where it's just like people are fighting everywhere. There was a time they didn't eliminate fight. Well, but I mean, now fighting but, still happens. But I'm saying, friend. but now though. It's like there are a lot of things that prevent prevent the average person, prevent a remotely intelligent person from wanting to fight because now they get the police involved and you're getting fucking battery charges and everything else. Where once upon a time you got a problem with somebody, so you handle it and usually it's over, it's done. You know, like you move on. Like now, don't get me wrong. Like there's definitely incidents and bullying still exists, and there's times where maybe you know people were beaten, whatever. But I'm saying like. You had the ability to sort of stand up for yourself, solve your own problem to some degree. The majority of the time, it usually was a successful thing, and then life goes on, right? right? And I think that people then, when someone could run their mouth to somebody and knew there would be possible immediate consequences for doing so, you know what I mean? Now I don't think people are afraid of that because they know that people are hesitant to, in a school setting, hesitant to take it to that level. Or even on wherever, like 
because there's just the, the repercussions are pretty significant. And so it's like they shy away from that sort of thing. So sometimes, and, though, don't you feel like with the police, and I'm not talking any specific, you know, policeman or policewoman in general, but a lot of their shit is put in place to fund. Like they have to fund it. You know what I mean? You get towards the end of the month, people always talk about it cops and their quotas and whatever sure. else. The beginning of the month, they're sitting out in the middle of the street in their car taking radar. That slows people down. You're giving them a visual warning that, hey, take your time. I want you, I want you to get where you're going safely. The same shit they tell you all the right. time. Towards the end of the month, where's that cop sitting? Behind some trees. Right. Around the corner. Right. You know what I mean? Are you really policing anybody? No. You're literally just trying to catch some motherfuckers. Right. You ain't trying to help anybody out. You know, it's probably a fucking Friday or something. Right. And you're going to write a $90 speeding ticket. For what? Because you got to create that budget. Right. It's no different, man. That's why people get locked up all the time for menial bullshit. And then when serious shit does happen, they don't always treat them fuckers the way they need to be treated. Because if you just, a lot of these people, if you just fucking put them to sleep, you start to solve some of these problems. <laughs> You're not wrong there. I do think, again, this is something we'll document on this podcast, that some of the ways the world was ruled hundreds of years ago were pretty productive. I yeah. mean, don't get me wrong. Like, it was still, the only shitty part is, is that A thousand even, years ago, you walked into China with, four, in some shop in China with three fingers. You're fucking, you're, you're not welcome here. You don't sure. shop here. Because I know you're you know, a thief. The only, and this is the, this is what I'd say is the downside to that is even back in those times when crimes were, um, oh, what's the, when the punishment for crimes was much more serious. Right. There was still, there was also still corruption, right? Absolutely. Fucking and so right. that's the shitty part is, is you have probably, just like now you have innocent people in prison, you had innocent people being executed, you know, um, under, you know, false allegations or whatever the case. You know what I mean? Right. And so, I don't know. I think that that's probably what keeps the punishments from being steeper is a lack of trust in the justice system to function honestly I don't in know. a way. Because there's, there's too much plenty, there's too much of fucking doubt. people been burned both ways. Yeah, so. oh, absolutely. Yeah, I mean... Look at you know you have OJ Simpson who <laughs> walked. Why are you always come with my guy? Because man, everybody knows he fucking did it. Um, I think you know, Cato Cato had a part in it. And no, uh, OJ did it. Fucking Casey Anthony did it. We all know that, right? And you have those people that walk, and then you have people who, you know, get put away for life in some cases that are innocent. You ever watched the movie The Hurricane? With no, Denzel Washington. It's like the first black heavyweight. Champion boxer gets caught up for, you know, supposedly some crime against some white woman. Same shit, man. Just gets put away forever. So it definitely happens. I mean, I'm laughing at Dick's text. That's oh, funny yeah. as hell. That is good. <laughs> I was hope I knew when you put the <clears throat> emoji with him stalling his money. I had to put him last. <laughs> that that would start it. <laughs> Even though he was the first one to pay. It's unfortunate. <sighs> You can't you can't ever give me gas, son. I got gas all the time. I don't need it. <laughs> I create my own gas. Yeah, if there's it, it's just fun to me. 
<laughs> make him uncomfortable. <laughs> make your fucking ass squirm. <laughs> now, this is a pretty somber fucking podcast with this. Well, the end, yeah. Uh, it just sucks, man. I mean, because, and it happens in communities all across the country, man. And uh, I know that this is on fire unique, today. But it's sad. It's sad. And I'm, that's. I, I couldn't even, so I go to leave the hospital earlier. They got the emergency room on lockdown. Can't even get in the parking lot. Cops well, sitting right there. Well, that woman I told you about, she had to leave work early because her daughter's school was on lockdown because they wouldn't let walkers walk home from school. Right. Um, they made parents go get them. I saw East Peoria was supposed to play manual in like a soccer match today or something, canceled. and they canceled it. Yeah. And that's what sucks is when you start to see an impact like other people being able to like live their lives right. normally. And people that are trying to be productive parts of society right. and into something. That's a, that's a good start, parents. Get your kids into something. Yeah, I mean, well, in most cases, man, the parents probably aren't even there. That's the sad part. I mean, the parents probably aren't even in, ex- you know, if they're there, they're not. They're just there physically. Right. And the parents probably grew up living their lives in a very similar fashion in right. most cases. Again, like I said, I mean, where do you? I don't know. Where does it end? I don't know. I mean, I know there are success stories. Well, that's what I want to know. Like, I mean, are there any communities around the country? I'm not, I'm not fucking saying communities. But I'm, I'm saying, saying are there individuals. individuals? Sure. But I wonder if there are any communities around the country that were crime ridden communities that have sort Gary, of like Indiana. cleaned Let's, themselves up. I'm Gary, saying. Gary, Indiana. Have, Let's fucking just throw that one out there. It's great. No, no, it's definitely not great. It's definitely not great. I mean, I know we've talked about it here before too. Like Rudy Giuliani apparently has a reputation for sort of cleaning up New York City, but like used to. I don't know. You know, maybe like the city itself, but you know, I again, I don't know the, the statistics on that and to what extent. I mean, I'm talking more like I don't know, like certain like the neighborhoods, right? Like, how do you fix those? Because they're if they're it's got it's, it's a point it's, it's now where it's generational. It's, you know, it's got to start at home. Yeah, but at some fucking point in time, like I said, it's a built-in, common human trait. I don't care what color you are. I don't care where you came from. I don't care. The will to want to do good, to do better, to do better for your children, that has to be there. I don't care what you were given. Oh, I think it's there, but like, if you're growing up in one of those communities, like you are swimming upstream. Absolutely. If, if that's your mentality. which Humans, though. That's how we're built. That's when we are at our best. We're not good right now. Right. Because a lot of us don't live that way. We're well, not, that's why yeah, we're the, not the ones, Well, that's what the people that do come through those environments tend to be... Uh, Wildly fucking successful. Yeah, I mean, the mayor of Peoria. You know, I don't know shit about her, but the fact, you know, she came from there, has family, lives there, obviously successful enough to be a, the mayor of a mid-sized city. Like... You know, I guarantee you that, like, they didn't just go knock on her door and say, hey, how about you can be the mayor? You know, I'm sure she right. worked her way to that point somehow or to put herself in a position to to be in that role, and that didn't just happen, I'm sure. So, like, it does happen. Like, you know, we all know people who have had every reason to basically pack her in and just fall in line with the rest of their shitty family. But, you got um, you, somewhere you have to have the will to want to put your children in a place be successful. Well, I remember, man, when I was working to be in, alive. When I was working at the school, dude, like in the classroom I was in, a lot of the kids that I worked with came from pretty piss poor homes. 
And I remember having conversations with some of them sometimes where like they would start, you know, they'd go on like a week or two where they would seem like really like they were caring, they were doing their work or whatever. Then all of a sudden something would change. You start asking questions and you find out that like they get shit about it at home. Well, you think you're better than me? I didn't graduate high school. I'm just fine. What are you doing? You know, they're getting shamed by their fucking parents for trying to be successful. Right. You know, and that's it, what I'm like, saying. It's just Put like, what the fuck, man? Like, what the fuck? And I don't know how, I don't know how you fix that. No idea. I mean, we've seen it. We've seen it just through coaching wrestling or whatever, where you've got kids, they have all the potential in the world to just be a good person and be successful in whatever they choose to do. But you just you see the writing on the wall, and you know that like because of their parents, that's never going to happen. I I have no larger fear in this world than someday one of my children passes before i do nothing nothing even fucking remotely comes close to that so i can't sit and think there's people out there that they're comfortable with that idea that they're gonna let their kids go out and fuck around well i think i don't fuck around in a space that the ending more than likely will be death well and i don't think that they're comfortable with it they're probably they're probably devastated They're, they're probably the people that this lady that Works at my place is I'd trying kill, to comfort I'd, that's bawling uncontrollably in their world. Is, their world before is, I let somebody else do it. You know what I mean? Right. Like I would keep them to myself. And it's like the question like, you want to ask that that mother, father, whoever it is, is uh, obviously there. This is a traumatic event, but it's like at some point you want to say, like, what did you do to prevent this from happening? You know what I mean? Absolutely like, nothing. It's like what? What? And what, I know and. I know we're shitting on some people because I know for a fact there's probably some people out there that are innocent. We're probably in their kids' ass. Oh, sure. And they just chose. Yeah. Well, and just the same, we've seen people. We've seen that people that road. had the deck stacked in their fa- stacked in their favor. That still, t- you know, just because you have a two parent household with parents that attempt to hold you accountable, that's not a guaranteed ticket that you're going to be a good, productive human being. There's plenty of look at the president's kid, right? I mean, I'm sure he's had everything he's ever wanted in life. Total piece of shit. You know what I mean? Like he's not. But that I'm bad. saying, but like I'd party with him. But you get what I'm saying? Like yeah, it's just because true. you have structure, structure yeah. there's no guarantees. And just because you don't have structure, you're not destined to a life of failure either. Like you still have to make your own decisions. Um, but let's just like, the maybe, odds. Listen, though, listen. Maybe we are just fucking overpopulated. Is this just natural selection or what? I mean, maybe it's time for another variant. I don't know. Speaking of that, you heard him talk about that. Oh, you know it's coming back, son. Man, I don't. I don't think that people will stand for it. No, I don't. I think if they try to start shutting shit down again and masks and the whole bit, I don't think people will fucking get weird this time around. I think you you know, but then part of me is like, maybe that's me ma up there at fucking Walmart trying to stop me in the door going to get that two piece. (laughs) What's going to happen? I think that it's going to cause more division, like serious, but then again, put the tinfoil hat on. Maybe that's what they want. You know what I mean? Like the last thing that the ruling class wants is a united populist that all feels the same way about something and it's opposite of the way they feel absolutely that's the most dangerous thing to them and so the more that we're pointing the finger at each other over dumb shit yes uh the The less the less we are we the people yeah because that was pretty fucking dangerous last time yeah and so yeah the more we're distracted with other other trivial matters the more they can keep doing what they're doing and 
And it sucks. It's one of those things I try not to think about much because the more you think about it, it just pisses you off. We just keep drinking the Kool-Aid and again, it's like, in the van. What do you do about it? You know what I mean? Like, and I hate to say that because we're not helpless, but at the same time, it's like, what do you do about it? You got to start, <laughs> I mean, start somewhere, right? Yeah. You start local. Why not? Why not try to fix the place around you? If everybody could do that, probably be a better place, don't right. you think? I would say so. Yeah. But again, I mean, it, always, but again, going, let's go back one step further. Starts even smaller than that. Starts with your family. At home. Starts yeah. at home, man. That's like, what I meant. But, and then builds out from there. Right. And uh, there's just too many pieces of shit out there. <laughs> I mean, that really. I said overpopulated. <laughs> you heard it right here on the Bub Time podcast. Ugh. And again, I mean, and I'm just trying to call what it is. I'm not trying to be ridiculous or it's not, it's not a, a racially motivated thought it's just it's just the truth man like there are it, it's happening it's not just in pure illinois man it's it's happening in these black neighborhoods across the country they're just killing each other in mass and it's Detroit, just insane chicago dude. Like, philadelphia um la and happens a ton and again it's not impacting my day-to-day life i guess it's just a sad thing like i don't understand like i don't know why they stand for it and i'm sure there's people that don't obviously but like but they still it's they just let it go on. They're, just, they're basically compliant whatever's happening. But then again, I don't know what 90-year-old guy living in the South in his whole life can do about it. Nothing, probably. Fucking start packing a heater. Right. Well, a lot of them Plain probably simple. do. I would. Fuck, you kidding me? It's like Clint Eastwood off that letting movie. Else that movie? I don't think I've ever seen it. Yeah. Of my fucking front lawn. I don't know. It's sad. It really is. I mean, more than anything else, it's sad. It is. <sighs> It's something that someone else created. You know what I mean? This wasn't a... You, you keep saying generational, but I think over time, this was uh, installed. Me, myself. I, I feel that way. You know, back in the 50s and 60s, kids would drive to school with guns in their trucks to fucking... Oh, there's still, there's still rural like, communities across the country where that goes on, but there are few and far between. So somewhere in those, what, 60 years... There's been a huge culture change in the value of life. And unfortunately, a lot of times we're targeting all the wrong people. Question. Hypothetical, whatever. Sure. It's all it's not, it's not do you think, all satire. Do you think that the the games like Call of Duty and stuff like that Absolutely have contributed not. to the lack Absolutely of not. value of life? Absolutely not. Well, I was just curious. I'm not saying I do, but I could Same see with why. music. I could see why people could maybe draw that conclusion, but same way with music, uh, violence and television, none of that. Um, I'm a big fan of like having an artistic outlet for whatever it may be you have. It all goes back home. If you have a decent base at home, you understand that those cartoons that you were shooting on your television are not real <laughs> right. people. They don't have feelings. Sure. And if you have feelings yourself, if you've ever killed anything of a decent size, that you should feel something inside of you when it happens. It's right. not a great feeling, right? whether it be for sport or survival purposes, whatever the case may be, you should feel it. Sure. It shouldn't just be like, oh, yeah, that was fun. Right. You know, I've never shot something and been like, oof, I really like that. Right. And I think that's... I don't know. That's, I think there's that's, a- that's not even a feeling you just, like, get at home. Like, you should be born with that. Most of the time, I would agree. That that's a should just be a given thing out of the gates. But even like some of those serial killers we talked about, like Dahmer, 
talked about how like he didn't necessarily feel good about what he was doing. He just couldn't manage to stop himself from doing it. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not, I I am not gonna say these kids that we're talking about today aren't suffering from some sort of mental issue, and I sure as fuck ain't saying they all are. Right. A lot of them, I think, are just suffering from a my ass never got disciplined, so I basically do as I please. Right. And I was never instilled any actual like morals and values. That's why I don't have an issue with just walking down the street and shooting someone in the face because they called me a punk or a pussy or whatever the case may be. Because I'm still pretty old school. If if what they said at the time they said it really bothered you, beat the fucking brakes off that kid. Right. If you damn near beat them to death, I really, I don't have an issue with that. Because you handled it the way you more than likely should have at the time. If it really pushed you to that point, Right. Fucking handle it right then. Well, yeah, and you you sent your message without any, in most cases, any permanent, you know, consequences. Right. You might have an ass whipping coming right. back, but it is what it is. Well, what do you think? Let's do it. Let's get out of here. Let's give one out to the CEO of Peter. Oh, Incorporated. yeah. I, I figure there's no doubt about that. Absolutely. Uh, things went well. We, we We recently had a very good friend. Have a very unfortunate accident. Yeah, pretty serious. Um, Probably lucky to be alive, I would say. Absolutely. He's a shithead, but he's our fucking shithead. We wish nothing but the best for him. So, what's the old uh, the old toast? I always remember what here's to the girls that teases and pleases and drops their skirts below their knees. Let's hope we get no STDs. That's a good one. Or, you say, that. or do you say wear their skirts above their knees? Whatever. Either wear way. their skirts above their knees. Yeah. And hope Pray that we don't get no STDs. <laughs> All right. Good night, everybody. Everybody in the club getting tipsy. 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 I won't deny it. I'm a straight rider. You don't want to fuck with me. I got the police busting at me. But they can't do nothing to a G. Wow, wow, wow. He's very nice.